Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. I think I've realized why we should not do live shows face-to-face on a regular basis. Why? Because my liver would quit. (laughs) It would just say, fuck you, I'm out. I can't do this anymore. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) So welcome to this week's show live from beautiful Fishers, Indiana. At Ale Emporium off of Oleo Road. Oleo. Come out and say hi, because we'll probably be here. <laughs> we might still be here. <laughs> in the fetal position, <laughs> well, in the so- corner. Uh, I'm Joel Cheeseman, your co-host. And I am Chad Sowash. And uh, on this week's show, we're talking about Indeed going offline. Uh, IAC, that big internet company making a big acquisition. Yeah. And uh, Stepstone's Double Standard. We'll be right back after this word from a sponsor. Sovereign is known for providing the world's best and most accurate parsing products. And now, based on that technology, comes Sovereign's artificial intelligence matching and scoring software. In fractions of a second, Receive match results that provide candidates scored by fit to job, and just as importantly, the jobs fit to the candidate. Make faster and better placements. Find out more about our suite of products today by visiting Sovereign.com. That's S-O-V-R-E-N.com. We provide technology that thinks, communicates, and collaborates like a human. Sovereign. Software so human, you'll want to take it to dinner. And we're back. <laughs> we never left. We never left. We were always here. <laughs> Isn't editing great? It was, it was amazing. I love this shit. Oh, so, uh, so yeah, man. I love coming up and uh, coming to the ale, having a few beers, having some yep. pizza. What are we drinking today? Let's, get, let's do a quick beer review. Yeah, the the Heisengroot. The Heis, Heisengroot, yeah. It is uh, a, it's a Hefeweizen. A Hefeweizen, Pass. yes. Made here locally, so it's, it's not a... Uh, you you have the, I have the list here. Yeah, it's pretty lengthy. I had the Daredevil liftoff before that, which I find very tasty. Now it is it is beautiful, but the the Heisengroot is a German style Hefeweizen, bananas and clove aroma. Thank you, bartender. Like <laughs> oh, thank you. I just got my next Heisengroot. So yeah, good beer, good pizza. Let's do a cheers and some shout outs. Cheers. I think that's appropriate. Jerry Crispin. Happy birthday to, to you. That's 72. my best Marilyn Monroe imitation. 72. And guess what? So I messaged him this morning. Did he really reveal his age or was that just No, a, I saw it on Facebook. Oh, Facebook. So, okay. so I messaged him this morning and said, dude. Happy birthday. We put up a page to be able to pretty much memorialize all the all the Jerry tales. He's like, oh, thanks so much, man. On my way to Burning Man. <laughs> He's on his way to Burning Man That's right awesome. now. So to, to, to blow your mind a little bit, yeah. when you and I probably met Jerry, he, uh-huh. he was about our age. Oh, shit. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. So Not Burning Man old. and tattoos in Bangkok are in our future. 
<laughs> Thanks, Jerry, for yes. the inspiration. Thanks for that, Jerry. Bucket list. We received a message from Richard Essex. Can you, can you tell Richard, us about this? One? Richard may need some counseling. <laughs> uh, Richard is a former career Robbing. builder employee. Robbing dude. And heard our uh, heard one of our podcasts. You will know us by the trail of career builder dead or something. Yeah. yeah. And said it brought tears to his eyes listening to the the number I, I guess of people that he knew that were no longer around and yeah. just the devastation that career builder has yeah. has has taken on. He was gone, so I don't know if that means he was laughing or you know, he was laughing so hard he was crying, or he was crying because he was so sad. So either way, you, Richard, you, uh, could, you could also take his name in some iteration of it and create Dick Sex. So <laughs> that could be why he's a little tearful. <laughs> Moving Richard, on, Richard. Richard, man, <laughs> we're praying for you. We're praying for you, man. And you're, you're not there anymore, so don't worry about it. We can only hope Dom uh, buys that thing. Uh, Tim Proctor, Timmy. The walk-in outro is awesome. So Joel said, hey, look, should we get new outros? And I said, five, why, why the fuck not? What do you want to do? So uh, he comes back with this Christopher walk-in outro. If you haven't listened to the end of the podcast, definitely listen today. We'll be playing it. It is funny as fuck. It's pretty good. It has inspired more uh, celebrity outros, if you will. Yeah. And I, I, I'm, I'm kind of torn between... Who's next? We've got like you know the the Deadpool. Yeah. We've got um, Jack Nicholson. We have uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. So listeners, if you have an idea of your favorite outro, at least a celebrity outro, let us know. Uh, Shawshank. Uh, <laughs> uh, who's <laughs> Anthony or uh, Anthony Dufresne? No, 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 no. The other one. Oh, um, uh, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Morgan yeah, Freeman. he's an option. Yeah, there are many celebrity impersonations out there. <laughs> which which one should do the next Chad and Cheese outro? Hashtag us at Chad Cheese. Big shout out to our friends over at Bayard Advertising, mainly Daniel O'Neill. So, Daniel, I want, I want to Daniel let you know that up. right now we are having our corporate outing, the Chad and Cheese corporate outing, and we have the Colonel Taylor small batched bourbon and also... And the, the Redbreast 12-year cask strength uh, Irish whiskey. Daniel has got to be on some AA watch list yes, somewhere. I like love somebody it. is watching his buying activities uh-huh. and saying, "We have a drunkard on our hands." So Daniel, watch out for the uh, the AA police out there. So what I love right now is the agency swag game is like escalating. Alcoholism is no laughing matter, it, Chad. It, it, by the way, it's escalating. Okay, so we 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 get amazing swag from our our travel sponsor. Shaker recruitment marketing, and then we just get new Yetis from them. And the next thing you know, we get a new Baird like uh, koozie or whatever. What was it like Tumblr? S- stop with the tumblers. Okay. <laughs> if it's not if it's not Yeti or send, send those tumblers. High top Frisbees. shelf alcohol. Top shelf. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that was a swag bomb, by the way. So don't do that. That's all I have to say. Somewhere there's a closet at Bayard with like bad <laughs> swag from the from the 2000s. Whoever thought it was funny to send me an Indeed frisbee, yeah, it went straight to the trash. Yeah, so I don't know. need the glass door hacky sack. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I actually kept my glass door hacky sack. Uh, shout out to the job board doctor who is back in the tweet storm. The doctor. Be there, doctor. Uh, Hung Lee and Adam Gordon for having us up, or really back clean up 
last week in the recruiting brain food show. That was interesting. They said, okay, who? we'll put these guys on at the end of the show because most people will have left by then. <laughs> but uh, the audience stayed pretty loyal. I was pretty impressed. Yeah, I was impressed. Solid lineup. Hung, you got to upgrade the equipment. But other than that, it was a solid experience. A good time. I just said, Hung, you need to upgrade your equipment. <laughs> <laughs> that was the... That was another porn reference. No wonder he's single. Jesus. Shout out. Are you good? Uh, Yeah, I'm done with shout outs. Let's go to the travel schedule. Events. Okay, so first and foremost, T-shirts. We haven't talked about these in a while. Chad and Cheese limited edition T-shirts. We are running low. But thanks to emissary.ai, we still have some left over. So any of the events that we're going to be at... Look for Chad and Cheese. Ask for T-shirts. We probably have them. They're soft. They're warm. They're wonderful. They'll keep you warm in yes. the fall season That's exactly as we right. go into yeah. uh, conference season. We're going to Sweden. We are going to Sweden. And, and I want to hash out this food challenge that you've thrown <laughs> down to me. This is this is you are the food guy. I'm the beer guy. You're the food guy. What? This is the nastiest food challenge. I don't even know how to say it. Yeah, we don't know how to say it, but it, it basically looks like. A can of fish yeah. left over from World War One. Stringy canned fish. Uh, that's been fermenting for 50 years. Yeah, I think there's something nuclear about it as well. That has just enough salt that it doesn't go bad, but it's just on the cusp of being rotten fish yeah. that they want me to eat. And I'm not sure why I got picked for this challenge. Uh, as far I mean, as far as I'm concerned, there's not enough vodka in, in Scandinavia for me to even think about doing this. So, yeah, we're going to Sweden, but don't expect me to eat rotten fish. Thank you very much. I believe it will happen, just so you know. Uh, yeah, we're going to be kicking out the Sweden. Hashtag Chad Cheese if I should eat the rotten fish. Really excited that we're going to see, obviously, the robot. How can you not be excited to see the fucking robot, for God's sakes? But we're going to see TNG staffing, Ada Digital. A, a I'm bringing a wig for the robot. I'm thinking like a different look no, you, is needed you, you, for the robot. First and foremost, you're already creepy enough around <laughs> the robot as it is. <laughs> Saying you're bringing a wig. For I'm the thinking robot. like a Jackie Brown in- inspired wig for Tingai would be oh, good. Oh, so creepy, so creepy. Moving on. <laughs> How do you say creepy in Swedish? Re- I'm gonna learn. Nation Live. RNL. San Francisco. September 9th through the 11th. If you are in the San Francisco or around the San Francisco area, you need to be there. And, and here's the reason why. We have a $200 discount. Go to Recruiter Nation Live. Which I think is up. only good through the end of August. Yeah. So, so get on that, get people. get on it now. Uh, Chad Cheese at, at RNL. And that's, that's the, the at, at sign, sign. Yes. not the A-N-T Chad word. Chad Cheese at RNL. So that's, uh, that's the Recruiter Nation Live. We will be there. Who knows what we'll be doing? Nobody knows. We're going to interview Amon, the newly minted CEO of JobBite, I think for Amon sure. will probably have as many interviews with us as Tim Sackett has. Let's bring some rotten fish from Sweden and see if <laughs> Amon will eat that. Oh, he'll eat that shit. <laughs> <laughs> he'll eat that. He will show Hoosiers you. eat Amon anything. Amon will not step back from a challenge. That's what I know. Last but not least... TA Tech North America in Austin, Texas, September 24th oh, yeah. to the 26th. Deathmatch, kids. Deathmatch time. Deathmatch. Sponsored by and our Four companies enter, one company leaves. At Alexander Mann Solutions with contestants. Can you name them off? 
Pez. Pez. Dot AI, AI, not yeah, the candy. Pez. Yeah. Asses first. Asses first, yes. <laughs> Seek out. Seek out. And job.com. Oh, man. Yeah, you like that? You're a blockchain yeah. master. That's I awesome. need more beer, apparently. Yeah, apparently. We Another need drink. Beer. So that's it. Those are the next three events we're going to be at. If you want to see what other events, because I think we have like seven or so, go to chadcheese.com, upper right-hand corner, events, click it. Find us. Come get your T-shirt. Buy us a beer. That's what we want. Thanks. Kiss Chad's forehead. He loves it. Let's get to the news. News. Stepstone. Double standard at Stepstone. <laughs> so you, you have an inside informant or two over there telling you about the double standard at Stepstone. We What's certainly going on do. There? We certainly do. So it's interesting because last week we actually talked about how Stepstone um, and many, like 23 other job sites that are not under the Stepstone 23, umbrella. yeah. Yeah. So Stepstone has like 30 job sites under their umbrella. There are another 23 that were, were th- pretty much throwing the antitrust word mm-hmm. at Google in the EU, which is always a bad thing. Google got nailed for antitrust with shopping. Yep. But they fixed their shit. Unfortunately, here's the thing. Stepstone... Even though they're throwing this this antitrust bullshit lawsuit out, here's one of one of our listeners actually sent this message. Smart hey, listeners we have. Hey Chad, oh, well we asked. We said, hey, if we can't see the German or the the EU Google for Jobs, yeah, send us screenshots. We got a deluge of of, of screenshots. Goots. Here's one of them. Hey, Chad, just listened to your most recent podcast episode. I know people who work for StepZone, and they have an entire team focused on indexing all their jobs on Google for Jobs. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to propagate yep. StepZone, trying to propagate all of their jobs throughout their 30 different job sites, job sites, yep. all the real estate, right, to be able to leverage Google for Jobs in the while same suing them yes while suing them that's, i believe that's, that's called key. talking out of both sides of your mouth i think that's in America. called talking out of your ass yeah that could be that I think that's what it is yes <laughs> talking out well, of at your least, ass at least they're covering their bets yes you know they're betting on red that google will win uh-huh. and then yep. whatever but they're also betting on black that hey we'll get some dollars out of uh out of big g from another listener we received an email so here's Stepstone's UK brand, TotalJobs.com. Not only a large site. Yes, not like, only sponsoring search terms on the search engine results, mind you, but also marketing their jobs or marking their jobs up for index into Google for jobs. And then again, send a screenshot. So Stepstone, I know you're listening. Quit are, talking out of your ass. Are we are we requesting Stepstone step up, if you will, and pull their jobs like Indeed has done? Yeah, if if you're gonna be a bitch <laughs> and and whine about this stuff, you're gonna bitch and you're gonna whine. Then uh, yeah, Take a you're, stand. You're doing you're Get doing the, the exact right thing. You're whining and then you're talking out of your ass. But if you're gonna puff up your chest and you're gonna take Google to fucking court on antitrust, then. Why don't you go ahead and do the right thing and pull your shit off of Google for jobs? Yeah. We give Indeed a lot of shit, but at least they have the cojones to, to say, say yeah. we're pulling it. Yeah. I mean, they, at they, least in America. They think a lot of themselves, <laughs> so they, they do that kind of stuff. All right. So, Stepstone, what are you going to do? Nothing. They'll probably keep doing the same thing, losing court, but they'll still get traffic from Google in the meantime. Indeed, 
is getting Ooh. into the career fair business. Speaking of, of the big I out of Austin, Texas. Why? Well, I would clearly say yeah. they would probably tell you that, well, it's an opportunity we can't pass up. I would say, hey, it's another chip to like this whole Google for jobs thing is kicking our butt. We might want to put our place our bets in other areas. And one of those uh-huh. being career fairs, knowing that there's no way in hell that Google's ever going to like put on career fairs. So essentially, Indeed has launched this product targeted toward high frequency hiring. We're talking truck drivers. We're talking, uh, you know, servers and hourly workers, etc. The idea is that when you post these jobs online, everybody applies. There's no sort of pre-screening or no friction between applying and actually talking to the company. Yeah. So the idea is like, hey, if you had an actual event that someone has to get in their car or get in an Uber or get on their bird scooter to have yeah. to come down and interview, you're going to automatically pre-screen people who aren't really serious about the job. And then you can have the event indeed handles like the advertising of it, the management of it, the candidate flow, et cetera. So, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess it's a nice potentially revenue flow, but I thought job board, I mean, I thought job fairs had kind of died out in the 90s. So is this a, a real physical job fair or is it an online job fair? No, it's a real brick and mortar job fair. Yeah. They're setting up. So, okay. So here's the thing. It's really hard to scale a lot of that shit. I mean, it, it, especially in this kind of economy. When we do have a low employment rate, and I know people still looking for jobs, but from my standpoint, this is not the time to, to start up one of these job fair endeavors. It just this doesn't make any sense. Well, look, if, if you're in Deeds, you know, leadership, you're saying, okay, this whole pay per click for job postings thing might not last forever. It probably won't. So, where are we going to place bets? Or where are we going to diversify our income? Yeah. And we've already seen them with staffing, right? That's an obvious something that Google's not going to get into. They're not going to get into job fairs. No. They're not going to do this job tracker or whatever it is yeah. where you go take pictures of for, for, like, <laughs> for help wanted signs around the world. So they're doing things that I think they know Google aren't, you know, isn't going to touch yeah. and seeing if they can make a dent into it. They've, they've tried other businesses that have failed and they've closed them to their credit. Um, this job fair thing to me is sort of the next idea. And I'm sure they've had clients say, hey, you guys should do job fairs. And they said, yeah, let's try job fairs. We already have 10 clients that will do it tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, so... It seems a little haphazard, but... Ten clients won't pay for a job fair, just so that we're clear first and foremost. I, I had to try... I had tried really hard to think about job fairs, yeah. and like the last job fair yeah. I actually remembered, uh-huh. whether it just be in, in regular advertising around yep. my local market, or online, or on Facebook, or anywhere, and, and they, they seem to be extinct. So when I when I was the the chief experience officer over recruit military, one of the things that they did that I didn't totally agree with, but they did, good for them, is they scaled up their job fair. And they have a very niche market that they're going after, right? Now that was very hard for them. Um, they did a very good job. I mean, they really did. Uh, but at the end of the day, Indeed's not going to build a business off of that. No. No. It's a way to get money out of clients that are already paying them for clicks and job postings and whatever else. Blue collar. Remember Monster Blue Collar? And then they had a whole like segment is like, oh, you guys are the blue collar salespeople. 
that shit died. And, and, and it's not only going to die, but in a market like this right now, I mean, it's going to be flushed down the toilet quick. So I think in, in indeed buying Sift, I'm going to say that there are probably many different teams that they have working on these things. Yeah. But I think the marketplace piece is where they win in this the in the in the skilled market and skilled yeah. trades market it's not the job fairs so yeah, go after it indeed we're gonna make fun of you go after it but i really think sift is your answer yeah this also is a, another reason for indeed to have face-to-face -face relationships with clients i mean for since their inception they've been a very sort of hands-off face-to-face organization right like everything has been over the phone or online post jobs put in your credit card scalable, like scalable. yeah totally scalable. scalable it totally makes sense yes, but that's how but, you make but money now, but now they're getting into more like you know the staffing business and this business and face-to-face -face stuff and let's build relationships Why do you think and google again that's do it? and again that's a thing that google probably isn't going to get into no. they're not going to get into the consulting why won't they because it's bad business and it's not their <laughs> core competency Ta-da! <laughs> ding, 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 ding! <laughs> but hey, man, when the asteroid hits, you got to survive any way you can. Yeah, well, the way that Indeed survived when the last asteroid hit mm -hmm. was they focused on their core. They, know, they knew what they were good at, and they knew what they were bad at, and they weren't fucking with anything they were bad at. Right now, the only thing I'm seeing with Indeed is that they Manic. do they do some things <laughs> very well, but they're trying everything, and, and good for them. But a lot of that, they're they're going to be a lot of heads that roll in those different areas. It, it's it's all there is to it. Sure, sure. I mean, we talked about the staffing business, right? Yeah. Like they had to roll those people That's into hard. other jobs. Hard. Yeah, or the agency business. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, it was easy to be Google for jobs in two thousand and eight. When Google is Google for jobs now, it's a little bit harder to be Google for jobs. It is. Well, and, and that's one of those things, much like Monster and Career Builder should have seen it coming with Indeed. And I think Indeed sees this coming. They just don't know what the fuck to do because they're trying everything. <laughs> I don't blame them. Dude. This I, is a hard nut to crack. They should, they should own the marketplace. I'm not sure job fairs is the answer, but no. staffing I like a lot better. Yeah. Indeed, we talked about Google. We want to talk about Apple and IBM and some major organizations that are doing things different after the break. Canvas is the world's first intelligent text-based interviewing platform empowering recruiters to engage, screen, and coordinate logistics via text, and so much more. We keep the human, that's you, at the center, while CanvasBot is at your side adding automation to your workflow. Canvas leverages the latest in machine learning technology and has powerful integrations that help you make the most of every minute of your day. Easily amplify your employment brand with your newest culture video, or add some personality to the mix by firing off a Bitmoji. We make compliance easy and are laser focused on recruiter success. Request a demo at gocanvas.io, and in 20 minutes, we'll show you how to text at the speed of talent. That's gocanvas.io. Get ready to text at the speed of talent. Wow, that was a great break. That's an awesome ad. I love that ad. We found, now this, this article is from 2018. One of the reasons why I shared it was we see more and more companies starting to ditch 
college degrees. Now, in this article, and I think it's incredibly important because when we take a look at skills gaps and we start taking a look at quote unquote hard to fill jobs, we are putting way too many obstacles in our own way. And this article pretty much says Google, Apple, and IBM are taking some of those big obstacles out of their way. This is an article by uh, CNBC. They focus on 14 companies that have historically required a college degree to get in. And, and you know, when I entered the workforce 800 years ago, if you didn't <laughs> have a college degree, like, don't even bother, you know, sending us the letter Unless you're and, in the, sales. and the cover letter. Yeah, there were certain positions where you could get away with it. But for the most part, that was the first pre-screening tool that companies had was no degree, you know, no moss, like take your, take your business elsewhere. But I think supply and demand, I think online er- learning, I think like the uh, gig economy, pe- people are learning these skills without actually getting a degree in college. And I think companies who need the- this talent, they need people that can be engineers and, and managers and whatnot uh, without the, the benefit of a college degree. The fact that Google is number one on this list and you, know, you can work at Google without a degree is pretty impactful in my opinion. Um, Apple is on this list. IBM is on this list. Uh, some weird companies on the list like Costco and Hilton. Uh, I'm assuming those are the management level headquarter type stuff. Well, I mean, stuff. if they're getting rid of them I mean, altogether. Starbucks for sure should yeah. be on the list. But if you're working in Seattle, I guess maybe it should be. But yeah, Bank of America um, on the list. So the world is coming to a point where, you know, College educations are way expensive. Experience counts for more than a piece of paper in many cases. And if you can do the yeah. job, you should get the job. So there was one thing that you, you were just talking about, all these different terms that people should obviously think about. One thing that we don't think about is Moore's Law. Technology is moving way faster than uh, our education system. So whether you have a degree or not, in most cases, you come out of the other side with that degree, you're still not going to be prepared for what the company needs, yeah. right? Yeah. So it, everything's moving so fast. Not to mention you're coming out with $100,000 in debt or, or whatever it might be. I think Laszlo Bach um, wrote a book where they were actually talking about at Google being able to move away and move in this direction years ago. Uh, and they were on their way to doing it because they actually saw that graduates from Harvard were actually doing worse than graduates from some community colleges that were, they were pulling in. Hmm. So that didn't, it didn't matter. These big Ivy League schools, it didn't fucking matter to them. Google's like, guess what? They're not weighted higher now. We're now going to start looking at people on an even keel and then in some cases start to lose those degrees because it wasn't necessary because how fast our business moves. Yeah. And in many ways, I think universities have to look at this stuff and think, what are we doing wrong that these big companies feel like they can hire people that don't have a college degree? And I think yeah. your point of that, they're not, they're not moving at a, at a at pace fast enough yeah. to deliver candidates and, and talent that can keep up with the current technologies and development and whatever else. So colleges, I think, have to take a look at this phenomenon and say, how do we do better to make sure that our people graduate and are prepared for the real world, if oh, yeah. you will. Well, so back to Harvard. So Harvard, Harvard. There, there's no reason why Harvard or Stanford or any of the big schools, the big name schools, shouldn't. Because I think Harvard has over $30 billion, billion dollars in endowments, right? 
they should be moving as fast, if not faster, than corporate America. They should be partnering with corporate America. So this, for us to be falling back and for Google to be pointing at big names like this and saying they're, they're actually at probably the same level as some of the community colleges, that's yeah. on the administration of Harvard. That's fucking bullshit. They have more money in their endowment than most third world fucking countries, dude. We should have this fixed. The problem is we have rich dudes sitting around counting and, their fucking money. And dudettes. And yeah, in most <laughs> cases, it's dudes. But yeah. I mean, that's the problem. We really need to focus on where the problem is. Well, look, colleges are fat and happy. They college are. College has never that's been more saying. expensive. Yeah. They're, they're Not, fat most and happy. Of them. Yeah, There's most no incentive. Of them. Like, as long as students still, like, go into, as long as students pay money to right. go to college to get degrees and colleges get fatter and fatter, there's no incentive for them to churn out people that can do, you know, jobs that require different skills. Until people stop, well, yeah. I mean, we'll see <laughs> go, what happens. And they go to the tech we'll colleges, or they that. go to the certifications, or what have you. But when you know, when I say most of them, I, most of the big colleges with the big names, they should be the answer. They shouldn't be the problem. And that's what we're seeing. And obviously, that's what we're seeing because Google, Apple, and IBM are saying, yeah, we don't need college. Yeah, I mean, look, a Harvard degree, a Stanford degree, a Northwestern degree. Like, Dude. That used to be a free ticket into, you know. Anywhere. Boats and hose. Anywhere. And now, I mean, for many it still is, but now it's more of a, a an economy of meritocracy and can you do the job or not. And I think a lot of companies through just – necessity are hiring people with you know good attitudes the ability to learn and they're teaching them on the job and that has greater benefit now than it ever has before i think the gig economy and sites like upwork and fiverr also make it tougher because you can get you can pick people from around the globe that can do these jobs you don't have to go to ivy league uh environments or you know Chicago Rice yeah. University wherever yeah. it is you can go to the internet and find these people and that is sort of leveled a lot of the playing field so we have an interview with the CEO of HackerRank that's going to be coming out I promise funny guy he actually said that he doesn't believe that we have a, a talent shortage and yeah. that's the reason is because we are a global economy and we can do those types of things and with companies like HackerRank being able to leverage all those different types of all those all those uh, individuals throughout the world, yeah, and doing projects instead of actually doing full time jobs. Yes, yeah. I mean, if you're a company, would you rather hire someone with a degree from, say, Purdue, which is historically a sure bet, yeah, or would you rather hire someone you know on Hacker Rank that scores a perfect score on the technologies for what you need at your company? Yeah. Like, uh, that's a tougher question for like companies to answer. Fifty reviews that say this dude is like kick ass. Yeah, and great reviews. Yeah. They pass the test, all the pre-screening stuff. Yeah. Like they can do the job. Yeah. It used to be like, oh, we've got a Purdue degree. You can probably do the job. Now you know they can do the job because of these tools of sites like Hacker Rank. Right. Right. So that's, I mean, one of the reasons why I believe marketplaces are where we're moving. So job sites, I mean, the Indeeds of the world, if if they don't move toward a a marketplace, I think they're totally wrong. I think the monsters of the world, the only, I think the only saving grace they have is to move to a marketplace. Yeah, look. Three doors down from where we are right now, uh-huh. there's a there's a company called Code Ninjas, <laughs> and and they take kids from ages like eight or seven to fourteen, uh-huh. 
and teach them to code. So are, are you telling me like I can take a nine-year-old kid, put him in there, learn how to code, start building apps as a teen, start doing technology as a teen, start doing work on Upwork as a teenager and learn more than what probably a college degree uh, student knows by the time they graduate after four years of college like that's the world we're living in it's not hey they go to public school for you know till their 12th grade they don't do any coding but maybe some basic stuff and then they finally learn coding or engineering or whatever when they go to college they can start learning that stuff at seven years old and that's the world that we live in and companies are finally taking notice like hell I'm going to hire the kid that's been coding since they were seven, Companies as opposed are. to the one that's now been we just need universities 19. to get off their fat asses and start <laughs> fat and happy asses and start doing things right. I mean, that's the biggest issue that we don't have companies forging partnerships with universities or universities with companies to be able to pipeline candidates directly to on contract directly into their organization where it's like hey look you come in and you develop or you become in sales or whatever it is stay with us for three years and we will pay off your college debt that's the shit that needs to happen sure companies want results and having a degree doesn't equal results yeah let's talk about iac one of the uh, you know me uh, huge huge internet company. Uh, I mean, you'll know you know many of their companies in the portfolio. Tinder? Vimeo, yeah, they're definitely dating. Match so Tinder, the- Match, <laughs> Plenty of Fish. Yeah, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the list now. I mean, it's pretty really much Plenty of Fish. It's pretty much every uh, Angie's List. Uh, ask for those old timers out there that remember Ooh, ask, ask yeah. com. Home Advisor, Jeeves, Ask Jeeves, Ask Jeeves. Yeah, uh, our time for the older dating sets Jesus Christ uh, Daily Beasts publishing but you know there aren't very many if at all sort of employment sites that these guys have, have targeted and uh, announced this this week they, they bought Nursefly yes uh, for a whisper number of 15 million dollars uh, and Nursefly you know they've been around since 2017 dude they're yeah, not very long and uh, this is this is on the heels of uh, what was the healthcare platform that we talked about last week? I'm scrolling through the nomad. news here. Yeah, Health Nomad, right? Yeah. So I don't know. What do you make of IAC, a historically, you know, internet company? Yeah. You know, staying away from job sites now, actually buying Nursefly as part of their repertoire. Yeah, I seem to remember they might have had some some workings with some job sites back in the day, like in the in the like. Yeah, I mean, if there's an internet site, they may have have bought it or acquired at some point. But but overall, I mean, I think this makes a hell of a lot of sense. I mean, IAC IAC owns a shit ton of companies, and they want to be able to move in this direction. Now, Match.com and Tinder, dating apps, matching apps, nursing, or Nursefly, now is focused on matching travel nurses and the market's about a $17 billion market, and it's a big market. Uh, so nursing is obviously, it's, it's hard right now to be able to fill, especially travel nursing jobs, if they can get a hold of this and not sit on it too long, they might be able to build a marketplace for, for traveling nurses and maybe even blow it up into something bigger. If you were a, a big investor, yeah. We know you've got the big bank account. Oh, yeah. Would you rather would you rather invest in a site for engineers and technology or healthcare? I would say healthcare it, healthcare 
a couple of reasons. First and foremost, the boomers, right? Not to mention, I mean, there's so many that are actually going into the healthcare system right now. Yeah. And that's that that is the reason why we need so many nurses, right? We need so many healthcare professionals. So I mean, if you take a look at the actual trends, it just makes sense. Healthcare is big and it's gonna grow and it's really bloated, but we need something, some we need people to be able to fill those gaps. So I think it makes sense. Um, I don't know if a two-year-old company makes sense, but you know, I, I would look at more of like a practice link with something like this to yep. try to blow it up into a much larger marketplace. So uh, co-founder and CEO of Nursefly, Partha Bakta, hopefully yeah. I'm saying that correctly, yep. said, quote, we built Nursefly to transform and modernize how travel healthcare professionals connect with work and in doing so, hope to alleviate a nationwide labor shortage in the healthcare industry. Our vision is to bring transparency to the travel nursing market so we can connect more qualified professionals to more work opportunities, blah, blah, blah. We are thrilled to join AIC, blah, blah, blah. So technology, demand, those are all things you touched on, and he understands that as well. Yep, yep. Well, what I think needs to happen here is this is different than the Google, the um, Apple, and the IBM jobs where... You can just pretty much find somebody anywhere in the world to work a project if they're qualified. This is entirely different. You need somebody who is actually there on premises uh, to be able to do the work. The big key here isn't really, I don't think technology, it's back to what we talked about with universities and schools who certify nurses to be able to pipeline them into these types of jobs. Do you remember the Jetsons? Yeah. Meet George Jetson. Do you remember the, the maid from the Jetsons? Oh, yeah. Did she have a name? The she robot? Did. I, can't I don't remember. remember. Though. I can see they, they They need nurses Fuck. like that. They need like nurse <laughs> robots with aprons that go in and take your blood and temperature and, yeah. and everything else. That's, that's what healthcare needs, in my opinion. So go build that. And you've got a multi-billion dollar business. Uh, well, you get a 10 guy first. <laughs> we start with Put the some wheels guy. and an apron on 10 guy <laughs> and give her a stethoscope and a needle and, and you got something. So, whoo. We, we went off on a tangent on that we one. Did. I think All I'm right. going to get another yeah, beer Yeah, let's go to the beer and let's hear, uh, let's hear another word from a sponsor. And when we come back, we'll talk about programmatic advertising. And bots. Nope. Nah. Not for me. All these jobs look the same. Ugh, next! This is what perfectly qualified candidates are thinking as they scroll past your jobs, just half-heartedly skimming job descriptions that aren't standing out to them. Face it, we live in a world that is all about content, content, content. So why do we expect job seekers to react differently while reading paragraphs and bullets in templated job descriptions? Stand out in a feed full of boring job ads with a dynamic, enticing video that showcases your company culture, people, and benefits with Job AdX. Instead of hoping that job seekers will stumble upon your employment branding video, Job AdX seamlessly displays it in the job description while they're searching, building a connection, and reducing candidate drop-off. You're spending thousands of dollars on beautiful, informative employment branding videos that just sit on a YouTube channel, begging to be discovered. Why not feature them across our network of over 150 job sites to proactively compel top talent to join your team? Help candidates see themselves in your role by emailing joinus at jobadx.com. That's joinus at jobadx.com. Attract engage employ with job addicts 
This beer is tasting too good, by the way. This is this is bad. Heisengroot. Um, I love a good half of Heisen. Um, this, Say this re- next one? recruitology really fast eight times yeah, from the I beer can't. that we had. I can't. Recruitology, so, recruitology, recruitology. So this one just seems almost like it's reaching to me. It could be, I could be wrong. Who's reaching? We as re- a show? Re- recru- or? Recruitology okay. is reaching. It's like they put out, there's like, oh, we partnered with, you know, this media company. And, and it's like, well, all these other programmatic companies are getting acquired what do we do to get our name out there so hopefully somebody recognizes us and they buy us i mean that's it it seems kind of weak to me so programmatic is a is a race to the finish it's like it is how can we arm up as quickly as possible um we saw four companies sell within a 45 day period i think Um, And you can listen to past shows if you want to get the news on all that stuff. But um, to me, you've got Recruitology, Pando, Job Ad X. You've got a few players left to sort of of build that that network. And then they know that they're going to sell at some point. I think it's a matter of how much they can go for because AppCast has set the market uh, relatively low by the opinion of many people that we know, <laughs> uh, but Foreman's in Fiji right now probably enjoying his riches. So you have rec- recruitology uh, from the people that brought us after college. <laughs> Apparently that business is a little bit challenged. Uh, so now they're building a programmatic ad solution and they're building up as many newspaper media sites as possible. And uh, yeah, they've, they've partnered with Berkshire Hathaway. Uh, a well-known name yes. if you're buying real estate or investing uh, in stocks. Uh, and they're basically a group of Midwest-ish newspapers and TV stations, et cetera. So the markets they serve, we're looking at Alabama, Iowa, Nebraska, New Jersey, North Carolina, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Texas, and Virginia. So you've got some, you've got some, some solid spots there. Uh, amongst the Alabamas and the Nebraskas. But, uh, yeah, it's a race. I mean, all these companies, these newspaper companies are figuring out, you know, just putting jobs on our site and having people, like, self-serve isn't necessarily the answer. And partnering with these guys is more profitable and easier, and we don't need salespeople, and we don't need that infrastructure to handle that. This is a better deal. So I'm sure they're all talking to Pando and Recruitology and whoever else, and whoever gives them the best deal is who they're going with. So whatever Recruitology is partnering with these these companies, uh, they must have a decent story to tell. I think Pando does also. All of the programmatic... CEOs I've talked to after all these sell-offs have said, we're solid, we're not selling. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, They're all kind of mad at the price tag that AppCast put on their, their yeah. product. Yeah. And they're going to wait it out. From what, we, what we've heard, they're going to wait it out until the price gets back up, demand goes higher. Right. Look, there, there are more buyers in the programmatic space oh, than shit, there are yeah. sellers. Yeah. So they can afford to wait a little bit, let the price go up, hope the economy and you know uh, the Trump White House doesn't screw things up, and they'll maybe it'd be it'd be crazy if one of these guys cashed out at a higher price tag than AppCast two three four five years from now but it could happen it could happen i'll go on record and say it will happen pando and or recruitology will sell for more than AppCast or jovio or job edx will sell for more than AppCast at some point there you go 
That's a precursor to my 2000 or 2020 Ooh. predictions for uh, our show in January. Well, I'm going to go ahead and put a predict- prediction out there and say that Amazon will it's use buy bots. We'll use bots. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> You're such a tease. We'll use bots. Oh, uh, my God. In, in, uh, in the Twitterverse and Amazon, why? <laughs> so this is interesting. Um, it's stupid. There's a newest, new rabbit hole on Twitter that many people have fallen down because of all of these Amazon ambassadors that are out there. They, they, they have these pictures of it looks like real people, but it says their name and then Amazon ambassador. And it just seems like total. This story won't go away. Total, we covered this six bullshit. months ago. I know. But Amazon, they won't quit. And, and, and here's a great example. So um, there was one dude that says on Twitter, what are your prime directives? Which is a Star Trek uh, subject matter, right? Yep. So an Amazon bot, which looks like Jordan, actually says Amazon Prime is all about quick and reliable shipping. I mean, it's like, dude, they're king off of words, yep. and then they're trying to get into the conversation. It reads like a late night comedy. Like the best comic writers in the world couldn't come up with some of this ridiculousness. So, like, all the usernames have Amazon in them. Yes, they all say like Amazon ambassador. They all read like a robot wrote this stuff. Yes. Like, as a worker in U.S., I do not want a union. <laughs> Why should I pay dues to a union to get exactly what I'm already getting? My working conditions are good, and I receive great benefits. Would I like more money? Absolutely. I don't think anyone would say no more money. I can keep going if you'd like. Everything is fine. I don't think there is anything wrong with the money I make or the way I am treated at work. Like, real people don't talk like that. I suffer from depression, too. And at one point, I wanted to quit Amazon. But I realized it was my fault for the problems I was dealing with and not Amazon's. People don't fucking do... I mean... I'm allowed to talk to people, but sometimes I don't want to. I mean, it's <laughs> and the one that's like, I just took a picture of the uh, the leadership board or something. Yeah, it's so inspirational. So there's an actual picture of like a keyword cloud of uh, yeah leadership tips at Walmart or uh, at Amazon. Sorry. Oh yeah, it was like when I walk in every day, I see this. Yes, I'm so inspired to stock boxes. Yeah. So in in you know how you can go to Google and do an image search. Yeah. So it's really simple. You can go to Google. You can do an image search with some of the um, some of the uh, the headshots that are used on Twitter, and see if anybody else is using them. Yeah. And there are like fifty five thousand uses of this, and it's like a stock photo from oh, Getty no. Images, or yeah. I mean, dude, it's like it, it's some fucking bot ridiculous. In, in, in Thailand is like churning out these Twitter accounts. Maybe this is a good time to uh, say goodbye for the week and sample some of this whiskey that we got from Bayard Advertising. Agreed. Thanks, Bayard. Thanks, Daniel O'Neill. We out. We out. Thank you for listening to what's it called? The podcast. The chat. The cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout-outs of people you don't even know, and yet you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho. Pepper Jack. Swiss. There's so many cheeses, and not one word 
So weird. Anywho, be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chatcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.